This is the OU Presents, the Jewish Reaction. Good morning, everybody. Ellie Hagler is off today. He and Shani are making a brisk this morning. Mazel tov to them. It's uh, certainly nice news. And my name is Mayor Ferdig. I'm the Chief Communications Officer of the OU. And uh, it's my pleasure to fill in for Ellie this morning on this program. Lots to talk about. Lots of things going on around the Orthodox Union. Uh, chief among them, by the way, uh, plans for the OU 2014 National Convention. You can make your uh, reservations and get information about it by checking out OU.org slash convention. We'll try to talk about that a little bit more uh, in a couple of uh, minutes or a little bit later in the show. Also, coming up in a few minutes, the brand new issue of Jewish Action, hot off the press. And uh, there's a lot to talk about with that. We'll bring you the editor of Jewish Action, as well as the uh, individual who shot the cover photo and is mentioned in the story. All that's coming up, plus a look behind the scenes at the effort to raise $2.4 million for the families who were affected by the terrorist attack in Harnof about two weeks ago. And uh, we will speak to uh, Mr. Ira Zlotowicz, who was behind an international campaign to raise that money, which the OU was a proud part. And uh, that's coming up as well. But first, let's hear from Aryeh Kunstler. This is Oseh Shalom.
Shalom Aleinu Be'alkohol, be'alkohol Yishorel Aryeh Kunstler with Oseh Shalom. You're listening to the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction on the Nachum Siegel Network, Tuesdays at 9. My name is Mayor Fertig Ali Hagler. Off today, as I mentioned at the top of the show, he and Shani are making a brisk today. So uh, you will not have the pleasure of spending this hour with Ellie, but he should be back next week. I'd like to introduce to you uh, a colleague of mine who uh, does an absolutely amazing job at what she does. Her name is Nechama Carmel. She is the editor of Jewish Action. Nechama, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Uh, you know, people talk to me all the time about Jewish Action Magazine. <laughs> all the time. And I always say to them, Jewish Action Magazine is so good because it has such an excellent editor. So uh, that this is true. I'm not just making this up because we're we're doing this show right now. This really happens all the time. Um, this week's uh, this uh, halavai this week's uh, this quarter's issue of Jewish Action is out. It is the Winter 5775 2014 issue, um, and uh, you will know that it is the current issue of Jewish Action, the magazine of the Orthodox Union, by the headline, which is the rise of neo Hasidus. And we'll talk a little bit more about the cover story in a couple of minutes. But first, Nechama, I thought we could just quickly, for the readers, go through uh, some of the more interesting stories. They're all interesting, actually. It's a good issue. Uh, but a couple of the uh, top stories that are in the magazine and tell people how they could uh, either read them for themselves or and or sign up to get this magazine on a regular basis. Uh, do you have any particular favorite in here? I actually do. I mean, the story on Jewish genealogy, it's, it's entitled Jewish Genealogy, The Search, the Journey to Oneself by mm-hmm. Bela Shever Brenner, one of our top writers. Um, I found to be so meaningful and, and, and so, so deep. Um, it, it's basically how, how Bela Shever herself started the search for her own f- family roots mm-hmm. and talks about in general how people get involved in genealogical research. Um, it, it's really fascinating. I mean, if I had more time, I would quit my job and do my own <laughs> research on my family. I just found this so compelling. Um, you know, Arthur Kurzweil has mentioned he's like one of the gurus of of Jewish genealogy, right. and it, it's just a fascinating topic. And I I think exploring one's past is 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 one of the most important things one can give to one's family. Right. Letting at, them know who, who they, where they come from. At risk of putting words in Sheva's mouth, which I wouldn't want to do, I was following the email chain as the story was being first proposed and then planned, and as she was writing about it, she was updating us regularly on her research. Yeah. And it was clear how, how deeply she'd been drawn into it. 
And yeah. uh, you could read about in the story about some of the things she found out about her own family. Exactly. Really? I mean, she found these fascinating photographs. Mm-hmm. She's been in touch with relatives all over the world, and she Skypes them now regularly. It's amazing. It's amazing. What are some of the other uh, best stories? Well, I think, here? you know, we, we um, one of our really unusual writers is Robert Avraif. He's a screenwriter for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives us really the inside scoop of, you know, what goes on in Hollywood and um, and, and, and he is, uh, as an Orthodox Jew, he feels that a lot of Hollywood's portrayal of the family um, is so anti, um, uh, anti-Jewish anti values, but also anti-American values. He feels and, and, and traditional concepts of the family. And traditional concepts, exactly. Um, so he writes about his personal take on what he feels is, um, you know, Hollywood's current portrayal of a family and how he really is unhappy with it. Right. So it's 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 quite interesting. And he looked back at the history of how Hollywood has portrayed the family in the past. And there's also a very interesting uh, sort of a three-part story in there of uh, his interaction with a very high-powered Hollywood executive, a film a film executive. And uh, there's sort of a surprise ending there. Exactly. So uh, that's exactly. also. What are some of the other uh, things that are? Do you have any other particular favorites in this issue? Um, you know, I think to me, um, we have some really excellent book reviews. Um, mm-hmm. Our new special baby, which is, um, it's a really unusual book. It's written for children, how to convey to children um, the, you know, when when a family you know has a, a child, a special child is born to that family. How do they how do they explain to children, to the young children in the family, you know, what is a special child? So it's written very sensitively, and it's 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 a very unusual book. I found it very interesting, and it's reviewed by Rabbi David Cohn, who himself has a special needs child. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a more scholarly review of Chaim Salvechik's book, Collected Essays, reviewed by Jeffrey R. Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, um, another one of our features is uh, we look back at, you know, 60 years since the Brown versus Bo- uh, Board of Education ruling. Right. And, and it's interesting now in light of what's going on in Ferguson, but it, it, we're talking about what was the Orthodox role in the civil rights movement? Did Orthodox Jewry ha- play a role in that movement? And what I found very compelling is that we went back through the archives of Jewish Life. Jewish Life was the um, the magazine that was published in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. By, by the Orthodox by Union. By the Orthodox Union prior to Jewish action. Mm-hmm. And when you look at those archives, you find literally it's, it's, it's the history of American Jewry. So, you know, we looked under civil rights and we find many, many articles written during the height of the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And what was the Orthodox take on that? And we did publish some excerpts, a few excerpts from that time period, from those issues of Jewish life, just to give, um, you know, our readers a sense of, well, what were Orthodox readers and members of the Orthodox Union feeling in the 1940s, I'm sorry, in the 19, this is go back to the 1960s, obviously, in the 1960s, how were they feeling? You know, there was some rioting going on. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, anyone who loves history right. will really love this article. And just to explain, in case anybody doesn't know, Brown versus Board of Education was the su- Supreme Court ruling that, de- that desegregated public schools. Exactly. And uh, so that's, uh, there's some other interesting things in here as well. Just to r- run down a couple of items from the, uh, from the table of contents. Uh, there is uh, an article called Rabbi's Diary, the rabbi and his board, which uh, certainly in light of uh, some recent events is, is very provocative and very interesting. Um, there is an, a really, uh, really uh, useful, I think, for many people, article called Top Ten Online Torah Resources by Rabbi Gil Student, who's a member of the editorial board of Jewish Action. 
Um, there is, oh, Rav Herschel Schechter is, is in here, speaking with Rabbi David Bashevkin about the conflict between Torah and science, the story called Science and the Sages. Um, and Bela Sheva Brenner, who we mentioned a few minutes ago, also wrote uh, NCSY Summer 2014, Not Your Typical Summer Experience. Yeah, that, that was a very yeah. fascinating article about, you know, we have so many summer programs based mm-hmm. in Israel. And obviously, you know, the war that erupted in Israel was was not anticipated. So how did these summer programs manage with, you know, hundreds of kids? What did they do to ensure their safety? Um, and, and the remarkable staff, the NCSY staff Amazing. and the directors of the programs, mm-hmm. how they scrambled at the last minute to, you know, to move the kids to a different campus, right. to assure the parents on a daily basis that their kids were safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really shows uh, remarkable coordination and and really a terrific terrific staff was able to pull this together the, the NCSY people are incredible and and by the way i had a, a i lived through the conference calls right because i was part of that i was part of the conversation and my daughter was on one of the summer programs so i can tell you these guys are uh, men and women are amazing just phenomenal people um, and very very good at their jobs uh, there's a tribute in here uh, remembering ann sampson uh, she is uh, the person who, uh, speaking of the NCSY summer programs, the uh, the Jerusalem Journey program has been now now renamed in her memory. Uh, you could read about her. And uh, since uh, Hanukkah is coming, we have uh, Noreen Gillitz with the chef's table and time to make the latkes. We, we won't. Uh, there's a pun there, but we'll just let people read that for themselves. Time right. to make the latkes. Right. There's some really good, um, you know, Hanukkah recipes that that will appeal to a lot of people. Right. And uh, you'll you'll have some fun uh, on page. If you look at the, uh, the table of contents on page one, uh, it'll, you'll have to see if you can date yourself and identify the name of the actor who is pictured in the. Uh, <laughs> in the there are three pictures there, so you'll have to be able to name name the actor. I won't tell you who it is, but the uh, the cover story, the Chama is uh, is rekindling the flame. Neo Hasidus brings the inner light of Torah to modern Orthodoxy. Uh, you want to give us a, a thumbnail of that, and then let's bring in our other guest. Yeah, I mean, this was news to me when, when the article topic was first proposed by the editorial board. Um, the fact that neo-Hasidus, you know, is really appealing to a lot of young modern Orthodox kids. This was really news to me. When I say neo-Hasidus, it means, um, you know, I mean, my colleague here can really explain it further, Josh Weinberg. He, he was a photographer for this issue, but he also is a neo-Hasid himself. But the idea that... Um, you know, some of these modern Orthodox kids want to delve deeper into Torah. They don't want the superficial, mm-hmm. um, you know, surface Torah. They want, they're looking for some kind of fire and enthusiasm. And they're finding it in the Hasidic works. Um, and I'm going to give this over to, to Josh here. So can, let's bring Josh in here. And uh, welcome to the show. You're listening, everybody, to uh, the OU Presents a Jewish Re- a Jewish Reaction. Uh, the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction, I should say. Ellie Hagler is the usual host. As I mentioned earlier, he and Shani are making a brisk uh, this morning. So uh, my name is Mayor Ferdig. I'm the Chief Communications Officer of the OU, um, as well as uh, I guess you could describe me as a regular on the Nachum Siegel Network. So <clears throat> um, it is a pleasure to be here. Uh, Josh, tell everybody uh, what, what your day job is, first of all. Um, I work here um, at the OU, specifically for NC. Mm-hmm. Um, in the marketing department, uh, and mostly involved in photography and making videos for them, um, and, and working with the, the various regions we have throughout the United States. 
Um, so you you are a you're a photographer, you're a videographer. As a matter yeah. of fact, I should uh, just explain anybody who saw any of the outstanding outstanding thank you, thank videos you. that come out of the NCSY summer programs in the last couple of years. That's all your work, um, and they and they really are amazing. Thank you. Um, but as well, you are a still photographer, and you shot the cover image of uh, of this issue yes. uh, of Jewish Action. Um, so before we actually get to the delving into the article itself, tell us a little bit about who is on the cover, what he's all about, and and how you chose him. Sure, sure. As a uh, you know, as a new chassid myself, the um, chama came to me about the article in general, and I mentioned that you know, as an insider, I have uh, access to some of the uh, members of the cult. So uh, <laughs> maybe you should explain the uh, explain the joke here. Yeah, you know. Specifically, the articles about you know neo Hasidus in the modern Orthodox world um, were in the you know what has spread recently in Yeshiva University with right. the uh, you know appointment of Moshe Weinberger as the official Mashpia of YU. Um, but it's something that's new, uh, relatively new to the YU scene. Um, you know, over the last few years, it has become more apparent. In Yeshiva University, but it's not unique to YU, is it? No, no, it's not unique to YU. Um, did, did you go to YU? I went to YU, yeah. Right. So, but, but again, not unique to YU. So this is a more widespread. Is it a phenomenon? I mean, you joked about cult. I don't think everybody would appreciate the joke necessarily. Well, I think the people inside the uh, yeah. quote-unquote cult would yeah. uh, appreciate it because they realize that you know it's something that's um, not as uh, it, it, there are people who you know oppose oppose the the movement or the cult. But but really, if they understood that it's not you know such a it, not, no one's trying to make a statement here. No one's trying to you know it's not you're right. It's not a new thing. It's just that the people involved in it are people coming from backgrounds that are not usually you know Hasidic in nature. And um, so if they're not trying to make a statement, what is it exactly? I think it's people that are you know are being drawn towards like Nachum said towards you know the works of Hasidus, towards the practices of uh, you know Hasidim. But are not necessarily people who grew up in, you know, in Borough Park, in Muncie, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, deeply entrenched in those communities, but are, are, are pulled towards, you know, some of the things that come from those worlds. And um, they want to involve themselves more in it. But in the you know, environment they find themselves, it might stand out. So, for example, you know, on the cover here, you have our good friend. His name is Shlomo Gason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he on the surface, he looks, you know, Hasidic. You look at him, a long beard, long pace. That's not necessarily the dress that was seen and that has been seen in Yeshiva University. Um, but, although, you know, although I could tell you that the base mattress is full of all different kinds of people. Right. No, of course, yeah. that's Yeshiva University is known for that. But, um, you know, more towards, you know, you, with Rav Salvechik and, mm-hmm. the, and the Brisker dynasty that's, right. that, that's behind Yeshiva University. Mm-hmm. So the introduction of, you know, Hasidic thought and people, you know, claiming to be Hasidim, you know, something that's kind of new and revolutionary in that in that world. Um, so this this on the cover is Shlomo Gason. Um, he's actually the front man of a new upcoming band, a neo Hasidic band. Although they claim maybe they're not neo Hasidic, maybe they're just plain Hasidic, maybe they're just uh, none of the above. But <laughs> but uh, Shlomo is the front man of a, of a new upcoming band named Zusha, mm-hmm. named after obviously um, the Hasidic master of Zusha Vanapoli. Right. And um, he's a friend of mine, so I thought he would be uh, you know fitting for. For, for the cover photo. I actually spent a day in YU um, with a bunch of my friends, um, you know, members of the neo-Hasidic movement, and we, and we you know, we took some interesting pictures. Uh, not all of them made it into the magazine, but the ones that they chose, you know, they, they kind of represent the different types of flavors and people that are, 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 are out there right now. Very, very interesting. Uh, if there's one factoid you'd want people to know about neo-Hasidus as a movement, 
right off the bat for people who have never heard of the concept and maybe think it's a little strange, what would it be? Um, you know, it, as much as it's being coined and termed as a movement, you know, obviously it's in the broader framework of, 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 of Judaism. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I mentioned, you know, they were talking about the article. They were talking about Neo-Hasidus. And I mentioned to him that, you know, there's a statement of the Chafetz Chaim. They asked him once, you know, why, why is it that Hashem made it that you have to create misnagdim and chasidim? Why, why does Hashem make the world that way? Why? Right. So the Chafetz Chaim said that, you know, why don't you ask the Russian czar why he has different people in his army? You know, there's different people coming to accomplish and to, to do different things. So, neo chasidim, chasidim, misnagdim, it's all, you know, it's all Torah, achas, it's all one, it's all coming from one, one shepherd from, from Hashem. And, and people shouldn't, you know, be right. so focused on whether it's neo Hasidic or Hasidic right. or, you know, whatever the categories are, but everyone's Se- trying to... 70 paths to Torah. Right. So the 70 paths, right. everyone, you know, there's 12 Shvatim, everyone has a different approach to it. This is just something that, you know, on the surface, when you see beard and you see payas and you see different types of dress and you see different types of... So you can get caught up in, like, the externalities of it. But, um, you know, everyone's trying to accomplish the same thing, which is obviously to grow closer to Hashem and closer to His Torah and to His people. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Josh Weinberg, uh, NCSY Marketing, and the uh, photographer of the cover photo, the cover image on this uh, quarter's Jewish Action Magazine, the magazine of the Orthodox Union. Thank you to you, Josh, and thank you to you, Nahama Carmel, the editor of Jewish Action Magazine. Nahama, how do people, uh, how do people who are interested in receiving Jewish Action who don't right now, what could they do to uh, either see this issue or to start getting it on a regular basis? Well, they can go to our website at www.ou.org, mm-hmm. the Orthodox Union website, and click on the Jewish Action link on top and subscribe. And, um, and, and, and what, $54? Uh, or you could become a member. Basically, you're becoming a member of the OU for $54, and yes. then this is one of the benefits of membership. Exactly. Excellent. Well, it's quite a benefit. I have to tell you, no joke, I, I, people talk about Jewish action all the time. It is one of my favorite things to hear about the OU, and people talk to me about the OU all the time. And uh, there's just so much to be proud of, and uh, you are the leader of that effort, so thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, Nechama Carmel, Josh Weinberg, and the new issue of Jewish Action Magazine. You're listening to The OU Presents the Jewish Reaction. It is a Tuesday morning. This is the Nachum Siegel Network. Ellie Hagler's off. My name is Mayor Ferdig. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's play some music, and then we'll bring in our next guest. We'll talk about uh, the effort to uh, raise funds for the families left behind after the tragic terrorist attack in Harnof. That's coming up here on The Jewish Reaction.
Desert tent. History's children in every event are looking for a way to lighten up their load. And brighter than the sun you shine, Jerusalem, you're on my mind, you lift my soul, you echo the divine. Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn, I trace my steps back to you now again. Jerusalem is calling, Jerusalem is calling.
something new. The map is old. It's left here for you to unfold. A note, a memo, drifts down from on high. And lands upon foundation stone. The message is, you're not alone. Jerusalem will keep your dream alive. Jerusalem is calling. Jerusalem is calling. That was Jerusalem is Calling from Avram Rosenblum of the Diaspora Yeshiva Band. Certainly uh, a fitting song considering our next topic. Before that, the Alda from Baruch Levine. You're listening to the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction on the Nachum Siegel Network. Heard Tuesdays at 9 on NachumSiegel.com, on the Nachum Siegel Network app, on the Listen Line. And uh, Ellie Hagler is off today. My name is Mayor Furtick. Thanks so much for tuning in, for joining us for this hour, which we bring to you every week. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, one other note we'd like to tell you about, the OU Convention, the OU National Convention for 2014 is filling up. You can make your reservations at ou.org slash convention, ou.org slash convention, or call 212-613-8110, 212-613-8110, and speak to Rhoda. Or you could email her at farbowitzr at ou.org, farbowitzr 
R at OU.org. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more uh, later in the program about uh, all the different things going on at the OU convention. But there is a lot, and it is a worthwhile event. should be a very enjoyable weekend, December 26th through 28th at the uh, Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York. So the OU presents the Jewish Reaction. Last week was an interesting week for the uh, for the Orthodox Union for the Jewish World in the aftermath of the tragedy in Harnof. One of the uh, important factors uh, to be uh, given careful consideration was the fact that with uh, five families, certainly the four families uh, of the uh, people who were killed in Shul, as well as the uh, police officer, uh, the Druze police officer who was killed trying to uh, save other lives. Uh, so a total of five widows, uh, more than two dozen children left left orphaned by this tragedy. And something to think about is the fact that these families uh, need financial help uh, for the future. Their breadwinners are gone in five cases. Uh, certainly a, uh, a tragedy on so many levels, but on a practical level, too. Um, joining us is uh, Iris Lodowitz. He's the president of Eastern Union Funding, and he can help shed some light on what was done on a practical level to help these families. Ira, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thank you very much, Mayor. I'm glad you were able to join us for a couple of minutes. Uh, there is a really interesting story to be told uh, about how a community can look at a situation and a few people step forward and lead others to do what needs to be done. Uh, could you give us just a thumbnail sketch about um, the effort that you were at the center of that has now raised, if I remember correctly, $2.4 million for these families? How did it start? Yeah, so, even before it starts, just to, you know, you're saying the totals, I think the more impressive than the $2 million four is that those are from like 7,500 different donations. Wow. It's not where a few people stepped up to the plate and said, okay, there's a problem, let's write a check. This mm-hmm. is from all over the world. People came together. And uh, I guess really leveraging the, you know, us- utilizing the power of the Internet and going viral to make it happen. Um, to, to how it started, um, I think it started in a few different places. And I think, you know, I was just, uh, I guess, uh, I, I was just lucky enough to uh, be the, the shliach in the middle. But about the, the day after the event took place, um, on Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. I was uh, in my office, an email was floating around, and we were communicating. I have an office in Israel. We were communicating with someone in the office that um, that, that lives in Harnof, and he was saying over the story of, you know, personal parts of the story and how, you know, it affected and changed people's lives, how, you know, all these these, these, these kids from the same class woke up that morning, and now they had no parents, they right. no fathers, and had mothers... Uh, went to, you know, whether they could have been up in the morning or they weren't up when their husband left, and that's it. He never came back home. Right. And, you know, it was no, not like someone was sick and you knew it was something was coming. So I spoke to Rav Nissen Kaplan, who lives there and Davin's in the shul and is a Rebbe in the mirror, and he was telling me that, let me tell you how poor these people are, that one of the boys came over to him, one of the orphans told him that, you know, one of the grocery stores is so great, they actually delivered cookies and cake and soda. And this is amazing. And for him, that was called a treat. And he said, do you realize people are going to come together and give money to support these families, but you know how long it takes till money comes together, till it comes put, you know, they figure out a, a system. Right. They need discretionary money. How are they getting money for food for Shabbos? So my brother, is a, uh, his background is a web development, and I think it took him all of eight minutes. He threw up a very simple site. The goal was to maybe raise 20 grand to give discretionary money, you know, until the big funds come together. And we set up a site, didn't even name it at that time, sent out an email to my office, a couple of people, 
And within a day and a half, it went to raise about twenty thousand dollars. Wow! It seems that Nissan Kaplan was talking to somebody, and um, who said, you know, something, someone in, in Los Angeles, and said, you know, if you guys raise a hundred thousand dollars by Shabbos, this is Thursday night, I'll match it. Mm-hmm. And overnight, it went viral. By the morning, it was thirty-seven thousand. And by the time Shabbos rolled around, 1,500 unique people gave $250,000. So from that point, really what this really became the, the, you know, the point I think that everyone came on board with is that what's the other part, unique part is that Saturday night on Matzah Shabbos, I, sp- I reached for Nissan Kaplan in Israel, and he told me that he already spoke to that, um, that donor in L.A., mm-hmm. and they, they, he said he's willing to put together a few friends and match up to a million. Plus, he, he spoke together with the, and so there should be one message to the world, to call Israel, that there's one fund coming together, that the rabbi of the shul, Rabbi Reuben, right. together with Rabbi Kaplan, will merge their funds together, whatever they collect. So this way, it's done in a, in a better system. And then just by letting the word out from this, it went totally viral. And, um, you know, that's at this point also with the, the OU got involved and put the power and the weight of the OU behind it, which made it, which, which really took it up to a whole new level. One of the one of the matching uh, one of the people that are matching to help bring the fund over the million dollar mark came from a, just a regular mass email that uh, the OU sent out, and I think it's every organization, you know, you know community leader and shul is getting phone calls all day verifying if it's really for real, legit, because the site till today doesn't look that that legit until we put the OU endorsed by. Gave it a little bit of a credibility. So we're getting a lot of phone calls. But slowly but surely, even the other site, the Yeshiva World had a site, Help Harnof, mm-hmm. that also raised a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. They rolled in their money over here. Is, uh, now the, I, 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 like I was telling um, somebody, the big story, I think, is the starting point. We found that in hindsight, and we're up to right now. If I could uh, focus on this, uh, this Rambam Masifta. So that's... Uh, that's, if you have some more time, I could bring yeah, that up. Oh, sure. Or the Rambam Masifta and the Five Towns. Absolutely. Right. Let me just let me just tell everybody, our guest is Ira Zlotowitz. He's the president of Eastern Union Funding. And Ira and his brother, Bruce Baruch Zlotowitz, uh, your brother's business is Kelex Solutions, I believe. Yes. And he is uh, Bruce is a uh, is a digital marketing uh, professional, and uh, he was as, as Ira mentioned threw up a website in just you know a couple of minutes, and uh, they are uh, they made it possible they provided the infrastructure and the impetus and the leadership uh, to collect a tremendous amount of money for these families, which hopefully will uh, which hopefully will make uh, the very difficult task of uh, forging ahead with raising large families uh, without without husbands and uh, fathers and breadwinners uh, just perhaps a little bit easier or at least at least some of the financial strain uh, will hopefully be removed uh, Ira you were uh uh, first of all, I appreciate that you're uh, taking some time to talk to us. This is the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction on the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, you were about to tell us about uh, the involvement of a student at the Rambam Masifta in the Five Towns. So yeah, I think it speaks also volumes to the chinuch that they get there. Uh, you know, Rabbi Friedman, I got to meet him. And I found out that in hindsight, the day of the attack, they, they had an assembly that morning mm-hmm. in Yeshiva on Tuesday morning, a day before I started. And they, um, you know, they heard this assembly, and like really, like Rabbi Nissen Kaplan quoted as well, the rest of the world was forwarding pictures and, and Facebook and Twitter and all over the place of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the, this Gabriel um, um, Greenbaum mm-hmm. got up there and he said, you know, we're going to do something. We're going to raise money and put money together. No goal, no plan. He threw up a website, and that website mushroomed to raise $29,000. I know Rabbi Friedman just went to Israel now to start working with Rabbi Kaplan to deliver, um, you know, some of that money. Mm-hmm. He got included in the matching grant. But 
with that, we originally everyone was asking, you know, you can't just give to our own. There's, a, there's, this, there's this officer right. who um, who came there and he, he stepped in and, and he, you know he, he got killed in, in, in the attack as well. And what about him? And that was the question everyone was asking. Right. And originally, when this first started, um, the family was asked if they would like to take money. And originally, they turned down the money. No one knows why. They're speculating all different reasons. But last week, they, the, the whole the extended family of the Druze officer, the Sai family, came to the shul in Harnof, and they got a tour. And then after, I understand that uh, the people went over to him, one of the rabbis at the OU, asked them again, would they reconsider and take Rabbi, Rabbi Avi Berman. Yeah. Rabbi Avi Berman. Mm-hmm. And he, they said they will take. So as soon as this, um, you know, this was heard and gave a little bit of an update right away, um, um, you know, I, you know, I, I'm calling him a Gabe. I know he wanted his official name as Gabriel, but Gabe said right away, if that's the case, he wants to put together a site just to raise money called the harnofhero.com, mm-hmm. just to raise money for this uh, the fa- this family. In the same way, there's about a hundred thousand dollars approximately being raised per um, child. That's uh, in one of the families that there's no father anymore. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put together a hundred thousand dollars as well. So he put the site and even called him. We spent no money on marketing. We spent no money. That's why this, you know, no money on anything. The site I put up, now we gave a name. It's called The Harnof Fund. But for this kid, we put up a site. Gabe put up a site. And I said, Gabe, here, you want my credit card? You'll put it through. He called me back up. He goes, not only I spoke to my mom and dad, we're going to fund the cost to throw up the site. I'll build it myself. And I want to make sure we're giving the first donation. So the first $180 he himself gave wow. uh, to the site. And then uh, I know it just started taking off over the last uh, day. Donations are coming in. They're still... You know, fixing things up to make it, you know, become something. But that's really, you know, like I say, me kamcha Yisrael, seven thousand donations, and most of them from donations. More than almost eighty percent of the donations were from small money, less than two hundred and fifty dollars at a clip, from a couple of dollars and all the way up, and a lot of heart-wrenching stories that people sent in in their in their donations with notes throughout. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> there's, there's just there's almost no words. I mean, I, I happen to have known a lot of this background as we were as it was going along, and I'm still hearing it through your words now, and, and thinking just how amazing it all is. Um, anything? Any closing words? Anything you want to add? I just think it's like uh, you know, people. You know, the, the question that people are asking now is like, there's no more there's no more matching funds. You know, you know, and the matching funds are just getting us to this this first plateau and showing that what's possible right now the money's coming in there's a lot of money that that is needed there and and slowly but surely that they're going to coordinating you know unlike a lot of other like saying before that they're going to end up coordinating to make sure that that there's, there's going to be one or two people that have a full handle of all the money's going out to make sure that they're allocated the best way not just also for the injured families as well right need the money and they're going to give the money based on a need there's no you know people are calling up to make the, the how is being decided and that's where i say our job is we, job is to give, and you have this. We're putting it into the rabbi, rabbi of the community, the rabbi of the shul, and Rabbi Nissen Kaplan to work out how the money is being given out. So the site's up. Theharnoffund.com is the general, and specifically for the the Druze officer, police officer who who, uh, who 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 we feel that we owe the same amount to him. You know, he what he, he came up and stepped up to the plate for. So that's the here Harnoffhero.com. Right, a tremendous amount of Hakara Satov owed to him. And uh, unfortunately now to his widow and his infant child as well. Uh, Iris Lodowitz, thank you. Thank you for, for thank what you, you did. And much. thank you for uh, thank you for coming on the program with us. I, I appreciate just, it. I was just a shliach here. Yeah. Right, thank you. All right. But, you know, uh, you, you did it. Lot, lots of people may have had the opportunity and, uh, and didn't know what to do with it, but you knew what to do with it. So thank you. Thank you very much.
Iris Lodowitz of Eastern Union Funding, and uh, the websites are theharnoffund.com and harnoffhero.com, theharnoffund.com and harnoffhero.com. You are listening to the Jewish, the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction. Ellie Hagler is off this week. My name is Mayor Fertig. Uh, let's continue with Yehuda from his uh, Voices for Israel CD. This is Umacha on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Umaka Yehuda from the album Voices for Israel. This is the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction. My name is Mayor Fertig. I'm the Chief Communications Officer of the OU. Filling in this week for Ellie Hagler, who is the Assistant Director of Yachad. And uh, mazel tov to Ellie and to Shani. They are making a bris this morning. So uh, that that explains Ellie's mysterious absence from this program today. Um, but uh, it's my pleasure to fill in, and I uh, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Um, we, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. I'd like to take a couple of minutes just to fill you in on the uh, upcoming OU convention, the OU National Convention for 2014, which is being held from Friday, December 26th through Sunday, December 28th at the Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York. Um, this is, uh, consider it your invitation to lead. Join us and be part of the discussion about the pressing issues facing Jewish communities in the U.S., Israel, and around the world. Topics uh, will include day school affordability, pre-post nuptials, bringing women to the communal leadership table, and combating heightened global anti-Semitism. There is an incredible, incredible roster of speakers and participants. Uh, Nahum uh, hosted uh, the chairman of the convention, Dr. Shemi Tannenbaum, and uh, Dr. Judah, uh, Rabbi Judah Isaacs, the director of community engagement and synagogue services on JM the AM yesterday. And uh, they highlighted a lot of these speakers. Just so not to, uh, not to repeat, but in case you missed that, I'll just tell you that uh, they include... Uh, they include uh, the following, some of the following remarkable individuals. Of course, uh, Harav Herschel Schechter is the Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva University and a senior halachic consultant, a posek for the OU. Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, the chief rabbi of the United Hebrew Congregations of the Commonwealth, that is the chief rabbi of the UK. Rabbi Daniel Oppenheimer, who plays that role as the chief Ashkenazic rabbi of Buenos Aires, Argentina. Cantor Yanki Lemmer, of the Chazan of the Lincoln Square Synagogue, will be... Uh, will be uh, leading uh, services over Shabbat, and uh, he is certainly a, a fascinating uh, and enjoyable-to-listen-to individual. Rabbi Dr. Eli Abadi of the uh, Edmund Safra Synagogue in Manhattan. The Honorable Norman L. Eisen, former, former ambassador to the Czech Republic from the United States, uh, will be there. Very interesting personality. Rabbi Moshe Elephant, the uh, chief operating officer of uh, OU Kosher as well as one of the best-known voices of the Daf Yomi online. He'll be uh, giving the Daf over Shabbos. Rachel Friedman is the director of Lamdenu of Teaneck. Rabbi Micha Greenland is the international director of NCSY. Rabbanit Chana Henkin is the founder and dean of Nishmat, the Jeannie Schottenstein Center for Advanced Torah Study for Women. Malcolm Honline, a man who probably literally needs no introduction, but of course the executive vice chair of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Um, certainly among the other things he's well known for, it's for being Nachum's guest uh, most Fridays on JM and the AM. President Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University, will be the keynote speaker on Motsoi Shabbos at the uh, OU installation dinner when the new officers uh, for the next year at the Orthodox Union are, insta- are installed. Dr. Alan Kadish, who's the president and CEO of Turo College and University System will be with us as well. So two uh, two giants of Jewish education. Um, many, many, many other people. Annie Newberger. Anne Newberger is the NSA, the National Security Agency's chief risk officer. She'll be with us. 
I can't even go through everybody, but I'll tell you, of course, Rabbi Stephen Weil, uh, Rabbi uh, Tzvi Hirsch Weinreb of the Orthodox Union, uh, the head of the RCA, Rabbi Matanki, the director of the Basin of America, Rabbi Weissman. Just an incredible, incredible array of people will be at the OU National Convention for 2014 from December 26th through 28th at the Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York. I certainly, certainly encourage you uh, to uh, consider attending to do so. Uh, you'll just want to go online to ou.org slash convention, ou.org slash convention, or call Rhoda at 212-613-8110, 212-613-8110. We've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, let's look ahead to uh, Hanukkah, not this week, but next. Let's uh, play that international hit, Candlelight, from the YU Maccabees. This is the OU Presents, the Jewish Reaction. Tell a tale, tell, 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 yeah. Oh, Maccabees in Israel, L, 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 yeah. When the Greeks tried to assail, sell, 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 yeah. But it was all to no avail, vel, 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 yeah, yeah. The war went on and on and on until the mighty Greeks were gone. Sometimes saying hey oh, spin the dreidel. Just wanna celebrate for all eight nights, singing hey oh, light the candles. We say our honeymoon, oh yeah, for all eight nights. Then we play dreidel by the candlelight. And I told you once, now I told you twice about the miracle of the candlelight. Their rivals thought, are they for real, 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 real? Those Maccabees, they'd never yield, 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 yield. They charged ahead with sword and shield, 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 shield. Yeah, yeah, the war went on and on and on. Until the mighty Greeks were gone, yeah. Up in my lockers in the air sometimes, saying, hey, oh, in the dreidel. Thank you. 
Well, that's it. The Maccabees with Candlelight, Hanukkah, the week after this coming. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Ellie Hagler back next week. Our thanks to uh, Alex Cook, our engineer. My name is Mayor Ferdig. Have a great day and a great week.